You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of season four of Heart and Soul. I am joined today by Veronica Lee, who is the CEO and founder of RimRise, which is a good for you plant-based sleep aid, which if you have been listening to Heart and Soul at all, then you know that one of my biggest struggles is sleep. So this is an interview that I am pumped for. Thank you so much for joining me, Veronica. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. So I am really intrigued by your business and also really intrigued by your background. It seems like based off research and stalking that I've done of you, that you are just like a go-getter and very pat, like you find a lane and you you're very passionate about it. Um, mm-hmm. and you try to perform everything with excellence and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, but, um, I just kind of want to hear a little bit about where you've been career wise mm-hmm. and how it brought yeah. you to where you're at today and, and what you're doing today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I started my career in finance, um, as an investment banking analyst and never slept, um, was pulling all nighters all the time. And as I'm sure you're aware in the finance industry, it's like a badge of honor to, to not get any sleep and to pull all nighters. Um, so ever since I started my career, I really, really struggled with sleep. And, um, I used to take NyQuil and ZQuil and Unisom just to knock out when I, had a moment to sleep just because, um, even when, even though I wasn't sleeping every time I tried to sleep, I couldn't fall asleep because I was constantly stressed out. Mind was racing. I was thinking about all the things I needed to do. Um, so I was just all around, um, a pretty terrible sleeper, but what I realized when I started taking all these antihistamines like ZQL and Unisom and everything else was it was effective at knocking me out, but it was not effective at getting me good sleep, good, real restorative sleep. Um, because all these antihistamines actually prevent you from getting restorative sleep. It's preventing you from getting deep sleep and REM. And that's why so many people take these drugs and the next morning they feel cracked out and just completely unrested. Um, and so I was waking up and feeling unrested and I was like, this is just a terrible solution. Um, and so, um, I went down the rabbit hole of just trying, you know, every natural sleep aid. I started with melatonin, then really experimented with all these different traditional Chinese medicine, herbs and amino acids and vitamins and minerals, um, that were supposed to help relax the body and get better sleep. Um, and so, um, fast forward 2018 started, you know, researching sleep, um, in a more, in a deeper fashion, just because I think, I think I was really building a solution for myself, um, initially and really not trying to start a company around that. Um, but I just really started seeing how many people were struggling with sleep, um, pre pandemic, it was, you know, third of Americans that, that really struggled with sleep. And now that number is well over 50%. Um, so it's a topic that I think, um, uh, you know, as, as you were saying, it's, 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 it's something that a lot of people struggle a lot with. Yeah. And I think that it's getting harder and harder to get quality sleep because we have just so many distractions and everyone's stressed out and everyone is in this go, go, go culture. Um, and so I started Remrise with a mission to really help people get real sleep, real restorative sleep, and not just knocking out from like, alcohol and sleep aids and all these, um, sleep drugs that have a lot of, um, you know, potentially harmful 
uh, side effects. Yeah. Um, I have so much to say. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I said, so I, when I graduated college 11 years ago, 11 years Mm -hmm. ago, I slept great. Like I'd always been a fine sleeper, slept at night. And I've always been somewhat of a perfectionist in like my studies and in anything I do. I I am an overthinker, but I still was able to sleep. And then when I got my first job in corporate America after Mm -hmm. college, I probably similar to what, I mean, I wasn't working probably the insane hours that finance works, but Mm -hmm. I was so overwhelmed and stressed, like thrown to this like new world that was very anxiety driven, um, a lot more responsibility, a lot more writing on your shoulder. And, and I developed severe anxiety and to me, like the start of my journey of not being able to sleep well. And I to say like, I'm healed, but I'm not like, I, it is still my biggest issue is overthinking at night, not being able to turn my brain off. And, um, and I'm the same as you, like I did, I've done all the things I've done. I've done done melatonin, all of it. And this last year I got pregnant and I have a baby now Congratulations! and you obviously cannot take anything when you are pregnant. And it was a huge wake up call for me because I realized how much of a crutch I have in these medications. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. And you get so used to it and it's like, okay, well, if this is the op- only option and I need to sleep and you, right. you realize when you have a baby, especially that, like the reason that they like rid you of sleep, it as it's a form of torture. Like it's really, <laughs> it, like, it's like, it changes you from the inside out in the worst ways. And yeah. so, yeah. And so I really like, I, re- I, I recently had a baby as well. <laughs> yeah, me too. How old? Yeah. She's, um, almost eight months now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, like, yeah, sleep, yeah. What is it? It's so I mean, tough. It's so tough. And yeah. And like, d- while you're, um, pregnant, especially like you cannot take medications because Correct. you yes. are pregnant. And I, yes. I had to talk to my midwife about it while I was pregnant. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I actually feel like I'm being tortured right now like, I'm not <laughs> and I have insomnia and like, I could be pregnant forever. The pregnancy <laughs> was not bad, but I cannot do this sleep thing. Like yeah. It would, yeah. I'm, I'm down with the round ligament pain. I'm down with the, <laughs> like, I can handle the nausea, but the sleep is, is murder. Yeah. And yeah. She actually prescribed me to like a pregnancy safe, um, kind of like anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. And that helped me, but then like, I'm still in this like battle in my mind now that I have the baby of like, how do I, am I ever going to sleep? <laughs> I know that sounds like, and, and I work in the fit. I'm just rambling at this point, but no, I don't no, no. This is, I, I totally agree with all of this. <laughs> I work in the fitness industry and my hours are wonky. So I start yeah. at 6am some days and yeah. sometimes I work like night classes. So I won't get yeah. to 6 30 PM. And so yeah. like, I, I think that what I struggle with the most is that counting down the hours situation where yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, I go to bed now, which I go to bed so early, but if yeah. I go to yeah. bed now, then I might fall asleep in 90 minutes. And then if I wake up, I'll still have a buffer of like this much time yeah. to, yeah. to eight hours yeah. of sleep. And it's yeah. just, 
this math equation in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's me more anxious. Yeah. And I, 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 you, (laughs) so I think that that's like, I totally get that. I think everyone does that because they're like, okay, how do I like make sure I'm getting seven, eight hours and all that stuff. And yes, I mean, I think that like, yes, it's, I think it's good to like aim for seven, eight hours. Um, but I would encourage you to just like not worry or I, I, this is of course easier said than done, but like, I mean, I think that like what, um, I always found really hard about, you know, reading all the like official guidance around sleep and like everyone has to get it, it get eight hours of sleep is that it often ha- oftentimes has the counter effect of making people more anxious around the amount of sleep that they need to get. And it's it, in this day and age, it's very hard for every single person to get a full eight hours of sleep when you've got so much going on, especially having a baby. I mean, that is just, it's nearly impossible. And so I think it's just like, um, and, and stress oftentimes has the biggest impact on stress uh, on sleep in general, because your cortisol levels are, are spiking. There's no way you can then relax and actually get your mind and body to calm down to get sleep. So the second that you have anxiety and stress over the amount of sleep that you're actually getting, or, you know, what time you're actually going to fall asleep, it's this counterproductive process. So it's almost like, even if you get six hours, your body will like make it up the next, like it's, it's, it's very counterintuitive for me to even be saying this, but I think that it's just, it's important to not, um, be very focused on like, okay, I have to get seven or eight hours because that like need to like be perfect around that will oftentimes create, um, additional stress and anxiety that will be counterproductive to getting to getting the good sleep that you're actually, um, gonna get if even even if you sleep like six and a half hours right and then like you're you're feeling like not as stressed then like the cycle in general will be fine overall so it's like just having the mindset and perspective that like your your body will regulate will self-regulate and get you the rest you need um so just to not um worry about the exact you know hours of sleep and the math of getting that eight hours i think would be would be ideal. It's, it's of course easier said than done, but (laughs) it really is. And I'm like preaching to myself because I don't follow this at all, but like, it really is a mindset shift because if I, even if I did, let's say I got six hours of sleep and this happens, let's say I only got six hours of sleep and I knew it I'm hours. Uh, and I wake up the next morning, even if my body is rested, I have convinced myself that it's not. Because yeah. Yeah. I, totally. I only get like, this is the, the totally. thing in my head is like, you only got six hours of sleep last night. Like you're totally. not today's totally. going to suck. And you just like yeah. create that standard without even like stepping in to feel what your body's actually feeling. Like maybe it did get what it needed that night, you know? Totally. And, and I think the thing is, um, you know, people talk about like sleep efficiency and like how much REM and deep you're getting. That's actually more important. And a lot of times when you have like six and a half hours of sleep, your sleep efficiency may be higher than if you're in, if then when you're in bed for like eight and a half hours. And then, you know, and that's why like when people are taking a lot of like sleep drugs or like, you drink alcohol or whatever it is, you're, you could be in bed for 10 hours, but your sleep efficiency is very low because you're not getting restorative sleep. So oftentimes it's more important, like what, 
what type of sleep are you getting? Are you actually getting that restorative sleep? And, and to your point, like if you're getting enough REM and deep, you know, you may feel, and it, and I think the, the barometer is really like how you're feeling the next morning. If you feel good, you know, you're good. Yeah. yeah. And you know, what's funny is when I like that's those first two weeks of having a baby and I'm sure yeah. I actually wasn't as tired because yeah. I was so exhausted that yeah. when I did fall asleep, even if it was just a two hour stretch, it was a yeah. good two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I would wake up, feed my baby and then go yeah. back to bed and be out. And yeah. I found that those first couple of weeks, I actually felt more rested than yeah. once I started getting back in my head and my routine, yes. and like yes. anxieties. Um, I, I think the yeah. other thing is with, with, when I, I totally get what you're saying and I felt similarly, but like with, with the baby, it's like, because you're so focused on like, okay, I'm just going to like be the baby and do this and do that. And then anytime I have to sleep, I'm going to sleep. So it's almost like, you're just like doing what you're doing instead of thinking about, okay, I need the eight hours of sleep and I need to sleep by this time and all that stuff. Yes. And you know that when you wake up, I mean, there's like part of maternity leave, which is kind of beautiful of like, you know that when you wake up, like your role is just to feed this baby and keep it alive. And then any of the other stressors added on top. It was when I started working again, that I was like back into the non-rest. Oh, but like right. you got to work, like you got to, <laughs> it's like, can't give that up. Uh, I, so I, I, um, run a fitness studio for women and I was someone who would exercise, like almost abuse exercise on a non-rested body for yeah. many years of my life. And yeah. I'm starting to realize like, I'm just, can't, it's not survivable and it's really, yeah. it, it, it does not enhance your exer- your workouts at all. In fact, it yeah. makes you more drowsy. Totally. If I were to rate the importance of health, it would be sleep, then yeah. nutrition, then exercise. Oh, I'm um, so happy to hear you say that. I think that it's, that's such a key thing, but I think a lot of people definitely don't rank it that in that order because I think I that- not. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. In fact, I would do exercise then yeah. and then sleep. And it's just, if the other, if sleep and nutrition are not aligned or, or good or whatever, then your exercise is going to be totally, totally not going to be restorative no, or good for there's, you. There's no way to maximize, um, your potential with exercise or nutrition, if you're not getting proper sleep, that's why I think that sleep is definitely so foundational to health and wellness, yet it is the first to get deprioritized by everybody. Everyone is more focused on, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my morning routine, my exercise, my, like, take all my vitamins and minerals then, and all that, you know, um, go, go, go. This is going to like, help me like with my energy, but they like forego the like, you know, time in bed the night before that is actually the most important start to their day. Yeah. Oh gosh. I, that, I mean, you're just like, I'm, I'm affected because I was that person for so long. And I still, yeah. am sometimes. like, yeah. like sometimes if I, even if I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm like, well, I got to get my, my workout. Yeah. So yeah. I get an hour workout in and my body's like, no, 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 like, I'm exhausted. Don't do this to me. Yeah. In the, the days when you actually do take a rest day, you do feel restored the next. Right. 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 
did listen to your body. So it is it's a whole like cyclical process of listening to your body. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's so interesting. Yeah. So tell my listeners a little bit about your product and yeah. how it's different from our typical ways of trying to put ourselves to sleep. Yeah. 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 So, so rum rice is, um, as you mentioned, a good for you, um, sleep supplement. We combine a lot of traditional Chinese medicine herbs that have been used for thousands of years for sleep and also other aspects of health. Um, and we combine them with vitamins, minerals, all targeted to improving your sleep. Um, but also other health benefits. So um, a lot of things that your body is probably deficient in from the Western diet and just a lot of things that your body is not properly absorbing. Um, So we've created both a powder and a sleep vitamin. So the vitamin is encapsulated for those who are um, it's a, it's a lower dosage. So because we're using a lot of plant-based ingredients, a lot of, um, herbs, it takes up a lot of volume. And so to get the proper dosages, um, you know, it's, it's very hard to encapsulate and ask somebody to take like 20 pills. Um, so we have a very concentrated powder that has, um, multiple grams of a lot of these ingredients. So it's a very powerful product. Um, and that is meant for the person that really struggles with sleep, right? It's for the person that has taken melatonin, has taken other sleep aids and needs something a bit stronger to help with falling asleep. And then the vitamin is really for, um, so it's four capsules. So it's a smaller dosage. Um, and it's meant for somebody who's looking to supercharge their sleep. So they have, may have a little bit of trouble sleeping, but for the most part, they're really looking to supercharge their sleep efficiency, um, and take some vitamins and herbs, um, to really improve that. Oh, that's awesome. So there really is something for any type of sleeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I mean, I would definitely be a powder person based on what <laughs> I, I am a powder person through and through. I take the powder every day. <laughs> so did you pull this from like, um, like where did you start your research when you were doing this? Is it, I, I was, literally experimenting with products that were on the market. So, you know, I looked at all the vitamins and minerals and, you know, GABA and tryptophan and all the things that you could buy on Amazon or Whole Foods. Um, And then I talked to a lot of um, acupuncturists um, who worked with a lot of these traditional Chinese herbs around the typical herbs that were used for sleep. Um, so like spine date seed, chandra berry, magnolia bark, um, a lot of these have been used traditionally for sleep, um, but also have other health benefits. So I, I started doing research on all the different ingredients, um, and then started just putting together different formulations, um, in my kitchen and figured out what worked specifically for, for me. Um, and fast forward when we actually, um, you know, started the company and started bringing on advisors, um, started to develop the product in a much more meaningful, um, fashion. And actually when COVID hit, we ran, um, a pretty exhaustive ingredient study to reformulate, to improve the formulation even more. Um, so we ran a study with 1200 people, um, and tested 17, um, different ingredients, um, and, um, you know, ran this six week study to really get to the formulation that we have right now. Wow. So you have like all these almost like guinea pigs who like tested out the product to make sure like this. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we tested it against um, placebo and melatonin. Um, so the product performed better than both, um, which is why we ended up commercializing the winning formulation. That's amazing. You really did your research. That's like, they, yeah. I mean, I could just sense it from like stalking you that you just do everything with excellence. <laughs> you are trying to sleep well, like you want the founder of that company to have exhausted all options to where like, this is the best, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I will say too, though, that sleep is so challenging. I mean, I, I, I think that, um, you know, I think there's so much more that we want to do with the product and the company and all that stuff, but sleep is very personal. And what we've, we've seen over and over is that not everything works for everyone. Right. And so that's why, and because we're not creating like a knockout drug, right? Like a Unisom or knockout drug that can like work for majority of people. But when you're working with these natural ingredients and a more holistic approach, it really, you know, there's different things that work for different people. And so I think continuing to re refine that and personalize it for people is important when working with these types of ingredients. Yeah. And I think it's also probably similar to fitness in that, like, I'm not going to enjoy every type of exercise and what's yeah. right for my body might not be right for someone else's. Totally. And so it's, it's really like meeting your match with your customer too. Like totally, totally. gotta be for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Up. And sleep is very, it's a very emotional. Um, and like, I, I yeah, it's emotion. It's an emotional topic. It is. It especially is. when you have a lack of sleep. So like you probably do feel emotionally connected to your customers in a sense of like, mm -hmm. I really want to help you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want you to feel assisted in this. Yes. Like, yes. It's, it's, it's so challenging. And I, and I think that there's just so many factors affecting sleep. So it's, yeah. it's just very hard to, to kind of control all those different things and then make sure that, you know, um, people are properly accounting for all these different factors. What would you say the top three distractions from sleep are right now? Um, I think that technological distractions are huge, right? People are just constantly on their phone, constantly on their laptops. Um, and then, you know, constantly watching Netflix, right? There's just so many things that are keeping you from like kind of shutting off your um, electronics that is very distracting. I would say that's a big one. Um, I would say stress is a big one just because I think that people are much more stressed out in general about everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you're trying to get to sleep, right. And if you're like thinking about all the things you need to do, that's going to like be a big hindrance from like getting your body and mind primed for relaxing and falling asleep. Um, and I would say the third, third things is probably, um, more personal in the sense that, you know, figuring out like the trick, like the person's like personal trigger, right? Cause some people are much more um, affected by temperature. Some people are much more affected by sound. Some people are much more affected by caffeine or alcohol intake throughout the day. Um, so figuring out, you know, for each of those, like what's like the main trigger um, and then, you know, making sure that your sleep environment is accounts for that. Yeah. At what point in your evening do you begin to kind of prepare your mind and body for sleep where maybe you turn off your, your techno, your distractions, your cell phone, yeah. your TV. um, like what, at what point prior to falling asleep, would you recommend doing that? I would recommend, um, about an hour 
or I mean, if people have more time, even more, because I think that the, you know, a common mis- misperception is that you can, you know, go to your bedroom, your head hits the pillow and you fall asleep. That's very, very hard for the majority of people. And so, especially when we're running around doing so many things during the day. And, um, I think that people actually need a longer wind down process to get themselves ready for sleep than they actually think. Yeah. Um, and so really giving that yourself enough like space and time to really wind down so that your body and mind are like, you know, kind of shifting into this, this, uh, new sense of, okay, I'm going to prime myself for sleep. Yeah. I really, I recently I've said, if I could have any superpower in the world, it would just be to fall asleep whenever I wanted. (laughs) Like I want to fly. I want to like read people's minds. And I'm like, I would do sleep. Um, I I would too. I think that would be an amazing thing. I'm so envious of people who like are able to do that. I just, I've never been one that has been able to do that. My my husband is able to do that. And oh my gosh, he hits the pillow and he'll he'll start twitching within like 60 seconds. That's amazing. Yeah. And (laughs) when we were, when we, when I was pregnant, like it got to the point where you almost can start like comparing yourself and getting jealous of your yeah. partner when they're so oh, yeah. you that I like halfway through pregnancy until the baby came, I slept in a different room. <laughs> I was like, it's not I'm mad at you, but I will be mad. Oh no. yeah. Room and just see you peacefully sleeping. And totally. I in my head the whole time because of it. So, totally. yeah. Very um, so like, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and Tell, will you tell the listeners a little bit about, um, the subscription process, like how you yeah. on a month to month basis of it? We are, we are. And, um, it's something that we get a lot of questions on because I think that the traditional mindset of a sleep aid is that you buy it when you need it, you take it like, you know, one off times and you don't want to get addicted to it. Right. So it's like you buy it and then you hopefully won't use it too many times. And then, you know, that's, that's kind of like the use case with, with a traditional sleep aid because we're building um, something that's more like sleep food and we want it to be nourishing for your body and have all these other health benefits. Um, you know, it's meant to be taken on a daily basis. Um, and then also a lot of the herbs that we're using is there's a cumulative effect. So we've talked to many customers where, um, you know, for the first few nights, they'll say like, okay, we, we felt something, but it wasn't really until like we, after the first full week that they're like, oh, we're really seeing the benefits. And even after more time, they're seeing a lot of other health benefits, other health benefits as well. Um, and so with traditional Chinese medicine, um, a lot of these herbs are meant to be taken for long periods of time to really begin seeing like the overall health effects. Um, and so that's why we've created a, a subscription product. So it, that's, I love that because it's like a non-guilt way of putting yourself giving yourself rest every single night. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not meant to be seen as something that like, okay, I don't want to be addicted to this. Like, let me take it when I absolutely need it. It's, it's meant to be part of your overall, um, health and wellness routine and something that, you know, you're, you're nourishing your body with. And that's why we're very careful about the ingredients as well. Um, so when we went through a lot of our studies, we wanted to make sure, cause there's, there are certain ingredients that some people have side effects too. And so we're very big on, okay, you know, if something is, 
giving a certain part of the population certain side effects, we'll just take it out. Um, but we want it to be something that's seen as sleep food. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, myself included, will resort to like NyQuil or Unisil yeah. or something like that because it's like cheap. And, yes. Yes. And, and easy and quick. And yeah. I that what I, I go back to, especially when it comes to health is like, you, th- this is the thing that you should invest the most in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your, your mental health therapy, yep. like you should, yep. you totally that, please budget for that. Yep. Your sleep health, because yep. that sets the tone for the rest of your day. Yep. Your fitness, physical health, yep. Yep. Um, investing in time for yourself, investing in maybe equipment or a gym membership or something. Like if you're going to budget in any way, like budget for those things first, Mm-hmm. And then you, it won't feel like, oh, I'm just like breaking the bank for this. Cause you'll really feel the effects in every other aspect of your life. And you'll just be a better Absolutely. human. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree so with that 100%. Like, yeah. Even if, even if a subscription scares you or it feels like a little hefty compared to like the over the counter prices, like just know that like investing in your health is actually the best thing you can do for not only you, but everyone around you. So totally, totally. Um, just like, think about that before like adding another unisum to your cart. And, <laughs> and, um, and um, you're talking to the person who's most guilty of those little $10 <laughs> throughout their life. No, I mean, I've taken, I've taken a lot of the antihistamines. I mean, just go to the drugstore. It's easy to buy. It's cheap. Um, but I think, I mean, the other thing about, um, you know, a lot of these sleep drugs is that like, there's more and more research that with increased use, um, it leads to a lot of cognitive disorders like Alzheimer's and dementia and everything else. And so, I mean, I think that there's just more and more side effects of these knockout drugs that were never meant to be taken on a regular basis. And I think that that's really the challenge right now because so many um, people are struggling with sleep. And so they're taking a lot more of these very cheap, easy to grab sleep aids, um, that were never meant to be taken on a nightly basis. So when you're taking like Unisom every night or NyQuil every night, um, you know, that's, that's not the proper use case for these drugs. Um, and so it's just, I, I I think the abuse of these drugs is just, it's, it's definitely having effect on people's health overall. Now I'm like, crap, I'm going to have dementia because I spent like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's my future. Um, well, this has been really enlightening and I really hope that you listening, you people listening, if you struggle with sleep, like you will take some time to really pause and like, think about how you can invest in making that better for you. And I think Rimrise is a really great place to start. So, um, what is the best way for our listeners to find you and your product and learn more about it? Yeah. So we're on remrise.com. Um, and we also are on Amazon and, and goop.com as well. Oh, goop. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I'll link, I'll put all that in the um, show notes as well, all the links, but I have four questions that I ask every single guest and I'm going to ask you today and I did not prep you for them on purpose and they're kind of random. Um, but the first question is what is something that you are currently obsessed with? Uh, could be a food, could be a TV show, could be a podcast, a book, something that you're obsessed with. 
Um, it's honestly my baby. <laughs> That's a new mom. I can relate. I can yeah. relate. Yeah. It's like that thing of like, I can't wait for this human to go to sleep. And then when they go to sleep, you pull out and you're just looking at pictures of them. I, that is exactly what it is. That is exactly what it was. And, and, and I wasn't a baby person at all. I was kind of like, I'm not sure I want to have kids, but like the second she came out and she's not an easy baby by any means, but I just am so obsessed with her. Obsessed. Yeah, I get it. Um, okay. Next question is what's something that you're looking forward to in 2022? Um, so originally, um, so I'm turning 40 this year. Um, so I originally wanted to have a really big blowout 40th birthday. Um, and now with Omicron, I'm unsure (laughs) about how that's going to plan out. And my birthday was on Monday and like, Oh, happy birthday. And people were like, what did you do? And I was like, nothing like this world like there's nothing I could do (laughs) I I can't believe it's 2022 and we're still talking about COVID I got takeout and I watched Survivor pretty much (laughs) Um, okay third question is what is something that you love about yourself um good question um I think it's actually what you picked up on I I think when I'm really excited about something I I definitely am quite passionate about it and really am a go-getter in terms of just getting um wanting to get good results Mm -hmm. on something yeah yeah you can kind of sense that and it's it's a beautiful gift to have um, especially as a mom too, cause it's your daughter one day can realize like, I can do it all. Like I can, yeah. I can start a business. I, if I want to, I can become a mom. I can do both yeah. and, yeah. you know, live wherever I want and chase my dreams. Um, okay. Last question is if you could leave my listeners with one little negative wisdom, one little piece of truth to end on, which is mainly women who listen, um, <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> Um, I would say that, I mean, I think, um, one thing that really changed my life and and this sounds, uh, interesting because I mean, I, I, you know, obviously I care a lot about sleep and, and it sounds like you do as well, but I mean, I, I really think that, um, prioritizing sleep, um, changes your life and it really has changed mine. And I think that's why I felt so um, strongly about starting Memorize because, you know, I think back to when I wasn't getting proper sleep and I was, you know, running around on four or five hours a night, um, trying to do X, Y, Z. And I thought I was accomplishing tons of stuff because I, I was doing a lot of stuff. Um, but I really was like a shell of myself. Um, and so I really think that, um, taking the time to prioritize sleep and figuring out a routine that works for you is, is probably the most important life-changing pieces of things that, that people can do for themselves. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you spend a third of your life asleep basically. Yeah. Yeah. If that's, if you're going to spend that much time doing something you want to (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. well, thank you so much for talking with me today. Oh, I learned a lot. You. I'm really excited to order Rimrise and start my journey of yeah. natural sleep aids. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, I'm definitely going to put all the links in the show notes so that y'all can also follow Veronica and learn more about her company. And if something you're interested in, reach out to her. Um, but thank you so much for being on the podcast and I hope to, you know, talk to you again soon. Yeah. Better rested one day. Yeah. Yeah, Let me know how it goes. I will. All right, listeners. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.